All right, so we are back with chapter two of our journey through uh, Mother 3. Um, last week, we left off. We were playing as Flint. Um, you know, we fought the uh, Drago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the biomechanical abomination. Um, and then as, as the chapter's fading out, we see Klaus um, laying on the side of a hill. Um, not good when he's already lost his two shoes. Um, <laughs> did you did you want to mention anything about uh, chapter one uh, before we kind of move on to chapter two? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, it's just amusing to me that like losing the shoes, it's kind of like a Charlie Brown thing, right? He's like um, been uh, been deceived or been tricked, um, and that's sort of like the emblem of that, right? It's it's humorous rather than like totally tragic, uh, the way it was when we saw the scarf from the mother. Uh, so yeah, it it leaves off on a really odd kind of um, cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and then we totally shift gears. It's like a literal uh, cliffhanger. Yeah, right, right. But what is chapter two's title? Is it just like Thief Adventure or something like that? Uh, I think that's right. I forgot I had it pulled up somewhere, but I think that was on my work browser, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, I don't think it matters what the name is. Um, What matters is that we get to play as a new character. Uh, Yeah. Duster. Yeah. Uh, So we wake up in his house, right? And his dad is there, Wes, um, who's telling him, like, the time has finally come um, for him to test his skills. And he he was briefly in the party, right? Like, we yeah. have met this character. We named him. And all he could do at that point was the wall staple, which is pretty cool. Uh, but now he's going to get all of his skills. Um, and they all take the form of, like, different items that Wes has... Uh, ready for you in the basement. Um, so I think there's seven of them, but only six of them are like the the reusable kind. Um, and the seventh one is the thunder bombs that um, just get restocked, uh, hidden behind the house. Um, they're just kind of silly for the most part, right? They're like um, the tickle stick and yeah. the scary mask. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I really don't use these that much. I I do try to stick to the wall staple because I feel like it works the best. Um, but it seems like different enemies are more susceptible to different ones. Interesting. Um, so maybe yeah, there's like certain ones that generally do work and certain ones that generally don't, um, depending on the foe that you come across. And I've... yeah. Well, anyway. in, in my experience, um, I think I tried the wall staples like three times and they never worked. So I, I did not use them successfully once um, throughout all of chapter two. Uh, and it does look like chapter two is thief adventure. So, Okay, nice. Which... So that's the whole theme here. Yeah. Um, we get treasure boxes, uh, presents, whatever. Um I mean, the thunder bombs are definitely the best item, but they are consumable. So there's that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting how, you know, I, I don't know, is Duster kind of the Jeff of this game? Um, yeah. Or, or even Lloyd? Um, 
kind of nerdy. Uh, probably won't learn any PP or any psychic powers, I would assume, but has like, right. I, I, I like the fact um, that there is a lot of variety with this character. And you're almost like forced to use those status effects from the, from the other, um, from the tools. I mean, you're really like utilizing what he's strong at. Um, you get to kind of experiment with it. And I think it's much better done than, than in the other games where it's like, Oh, you just use a bottle rocket. Um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, you make your own, um, weapons from, from stuff that you fish out of a garbage can. Um, I actually, I, I actually enjoyed playing uh, this part, even though I found it to be extremely difficult. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a difficulty spike here, um, and it's kind of weird how. Uh, I think I said this last time. Like, we're not quite clear on when exactly this is happening. Um, it starts out at night, and the first time I died was in the first battle, which is against the zombies. Oh yeah. Uh, they killed me. <laughs> Like, that was very disappointing. Um, but uh, there's sort of, like, one basic area that we're, we're in here, and it's a new, it's a new location. Right? We're not um, retracing our steps through the forest. Um, we're not going to any other part of the overworld, really. Um, we just go as far as the cemetery, uh, and then we take that underground passage into the castle. Uh, and it's well, like a haunted castle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but before uh, we get to that, I think maybe we should mention the fact that uh, one of the characters has procured $50,000. Um, oh, right. And he has put it down in the well and he's trusted only you with that information. Um, and if you try to fish it back up and take it, I think there's some comments about like, I don't even know what money is, um, yeah. but I'm just going to put it back. Uh, you know, so you have the thief who's kind of like can steal something and he's like, no, nah, that's not really what I'm all about. Um, hmm. That's but, right. It, go- it comes from the merchant, right? We sort of like run into the merchant yeah. on our way to the graveyard. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and he's got a monkey with him. No, no, no. Uh, I kind of like. I don't think the merchant is the one that puts the money. I think it's like the guy that kind of looks like Porky. Butch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that the merchant brings the money to town and then gives it to this character. Oh, okay. It, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah Cause like, where else yeah. would this guy get money? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like always given away items at the shop. Um, but now he's being paid for them and he's, yeah. He doesn't know what to do with that. Um, well, I think this is the first sign of the island going, you know, this is another sign of the apocalypse, right? Yeah, we're starting like, <laughs> to introduce like capitalism and money and that kind of stuff in here. Um, so, yeah. yep, it's it's clearly on a steady decline. Uh, yeah, and the, um, the idea that there's some kind of like uh, economy here seems like it's reinforced a little bit even by the way that the gravekeeper has like a hidden garden which i think is pretty cool um he like i guess can't grow things in the graveyard because it's um taken up with graves uh so he goes through this like underground passage uh over to the old castle and he has his garden plot there and whatever you name your favorite food is what he's growing 
in the um the like there's a little sign like that you know with um what kind of plants they are and it says this is my little ravioli patch because that's what i named my favorite food that's a good food i had omelet i think that was like one of the first default that i went on yeah that's the don't care option i think yeah um but yeah i got i kind of got vibes of like you know going through liar exaggerates uh tunnels yes. down there you go down there you have to move the bookcase and you start going around and you're fighting uh i forgot what you fight down there i tried to avoid as many battles as possible oh yeah yeah there's they're not too bad um they're i guess is a kind of liar exaggerate feel to it i got zelda vibes uh, yes yeah, like the great yeah. super yeah yeah and the ruined castle um that's a thing in majora's mask i want to say there's like that old castle that's just got skeletons in it um, yeah well I, know... I was also you know in addition to to dompe um you know just linked to the past right like sure. the beginning you kind of you had to find like a secret entrance into this castle exactly yeah yeah and so i wonder if this is like a thing that there are still you know castles um around uh and that that's like you know, the kind of, I guess, what a kid would imagine um, as far as going out and playing, um, you know, you need a you need a setting for that. And so the forest is a good one. We've been there. Um, but now the castle is like the next obvious thing to do. Uh, and of course, in most RPGs, we're in like a fantasy setting. And so the castle is like a a place that still operates, you know, it's still like functional. But here, in in line with the Mother series, the castle is just a ruin, right? It's a it's a relic, although not that old, because Wes apparently hid this item there, you know, within his lifetime. But he's so old that he's kind of forgotten about it. Um, so it's within a generation or two, anyway, that this place was functional. Uh, and that's like our mission, right? Is to sort of prove ourselves. As a thief, um, we have to get this item, and he won't tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because he's forgotten, or maybe it's because he's really, that's part of the test, is like to recognize the most valuable thing and, and get it and bring it back. Um, yeah. Um, did As I was playing through the game, I was starting to kind of get um, Indiana Jones vibes, specifically the third one. I forget which one that is. Um, in the last... <laughs> Crusade? Awesome. Sounds right. Whatever. The one with Sean Connery, uh, where you kind of have the father who just keeps on... Um, it doesn't show his love very much and kind of like picks uh-huh. on his kid uh-huh. and, you know, the treasure hunters and they're kind of going through all this stuff. Um, granted, I have not seen that Indiana Jones in probably 15 years, so maybe I'm mis- misremembering, but just kind of like, you know, as we play, you know, we get to the castle and we start going through. Um, and it's just a pretty typical castle, right? There's mm-hmm. nothing too suspicious. You get in there, uh, you have the, the classic uh, picture with eyes that are following you everywhere that you're going. Um, <laughs> you fight the same kind of enemies, you know, suits of armor, um ghosts I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh the carpet monster yeah 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 um and then maybe a couple more but uh yeah i mean i don't think that there's anything like of particular note um 
about the castle itself or a journey through it, unless, you know, you, you uh, can there's a hot something. spring in the basement. I think it's interesting that there's, um, uh, there seems to be some references back to Final Fantasy VI here also, um, in the way that the ghosts are sort of carrying on. They're having like a little party. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So not all of them attack you, right? Like some, one ghost trades you items. You give him rotten eclairs, he'll give you uh, beef jerkies um, and fresh mints. This is the first time we get that status impairment where like you're so nauseated, you can't uh, eat food. And that's the only way that Duster can recover because he doesn't have side powers. So um, it's pretty obnoxious, actually. Um, you have to trade stuff for fresh mints, and then you can recover using items, but then you have to fight more battles to get more items. So there's there's definitely, like, it encourages you to train a little bit here. You, you've got that hot spring, you've got that uh, merchant ghost, and you do have to do quite a bit of backtracking. So one way or the other, you're going to fight a fair number of battles in here. Um, the... Uh, like, the the skills that you have... Um, of of all the items, you you can only really use the wall staples outside a battle. And that was something I, I kind of thought was interesting. Indiana Jones-wise, you, you do get an item in here called the, the rope snake. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, swing across yeah. uh, gaps with it. Um, but I thought it was kind of a bummer that you can't use any of your other items, like, to tickle enemies, you know, uh, or, I don't know, make a scary face at something. I, I don't know. Um, so there are some, like, platforming elements very minimal ones um and puzzle solving and stuff but but you don't get to use any other items besides the the wall staples where do we get the rope snake i forget i didn't we have to buy did we have to buy it from someone um yeah i think you have to trade again with another ghost yeah i think it's a couple uh, of I don't really remember. Yeah, whatever. yeah i think it's yeah i think it's just another um like merchant ghost and there's definitely like some kind of weird hierarchy among the the castle dwellers because there's like one suit of armor that's particularly mean that has its own like room. Um, it's like a mini boss because uh, it's got a sword and shield, unlike the other ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all like glad when you defeat it. Um, but yeah, uh, they also, we'll see later in our second run through, they get scared of the invaders. And then they all go and hide in the kitchen, which is pretty funny. Yeah, um, I'm just trying. I was gonna. I was thinking of something. Uh, I guess one of the interesting things was there anything like significant to the fact that you can travel through the fireplaces aside from just like easily getting down to somewhere? <laughs> I so that kept annoying me that you can't climb up them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I sort of assume that you should be able to, but anyway, yeah, they're they're a one way ride uh, down. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think they they generally take you to the um, hot spring or at least close to it. Um, yeah. Though, yeah, no, I think you make a really good point about like kind of like the hierarchy. Are are you referring to the um, armor that was in the room where I think you, is like the painting also come? You have to fight the painting. There is that one painting. Um, I think it's a different room, though. Um, the painting attacks you in the room where you learn about the the, the fireplaces, and gotcha. it's the same. 
it's the same abstract art from um, Moonside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. Uh, yeah. And the mouse there, he's like, again, like trying to keep it a secret from the ghosts. Um, but I guess there's, um, there's something weird about uh, the way that mice are treated in these games. Like, um, in the mother novelization, uh, the, the ghost house, uh, what's it called? Um, like the haunted mansion in Spookane. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary's the, house. Or, yeah, know, exactly. The Rosemary's thing that gets expanded quite a bit. And, um, the, uh, the mouse that like helps you in the game, um, the, the novelist turns that mouse into a, an enemy, um, and has it attack, um, Anna, who's the narrator of the story. Um, but it seems like uh, this mouse is much more in line with the actual one, right, from the first game, in that it's, like, trying to help you out. It's trying to uh, give you hints and make sure that you find everything you need to find. Um, so, I, I don't know. That just, like, jumped out to me because we have the same sort of setup here, like a haunted place and um, a helpful, like, uh, guide mouse. Um, and of course, in Earthbound, you've got the exit mice. So I don't know what's going on with that, but they keep coming back. Yeah, um, that is interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't considered that, but I also have not had the opportunity to read the novelization of uh, oh, man. of Mother. It's pretty good. Yeah. How how long is one, it? It's one false step. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff in it. Uh, it's way too long. I got to say, uh, <laughs> I I really like the first like i don't know 50 pages or so um and then it just like really slows down at a certain point and i i don't know why it's it's structured the way it is it's very odd um but it's like 200 pages long oh good grief yeah i'm not reading that um <laughs> but yeah so we we travel all the way up to uh we we, we fight mr passion i guess his name oh is gosh. um yes. who's some kind of conductor and so you walk into the room um all the objects are kind of floating around um oh i guess i did we uh, i guess i should take a step back since music is such a big theme here we had a we had mentioned it um in episode one about the rhythm um oh yeah yeah so when we first go to the castle um and we notice that the drawbridge is still up as you're leaving um you step on an ant or you're about to um, oh yeah and he basically um, tells you that you can get up to a 16-note combo. Um, yep. And that I don't that he that was he the one who said that you can hear the beat. Yeah, it has to go to the beat of the enemy music. Um, but that you can even hear their heartbeat when you use the hypno pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't really get it though. Like the heartbeat doesn't seem to line up with the music particularly, and neither one seems to really. Uh, I couldn't get more than like two or three hits as far as combos, and it was just from mashing the button. Like I, I couldn't get the timing down. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, um, no, I, and I tried um, many, many times to like 
listen to the beat and actually try to get as many as possible. But like you said, the only times I would actually get it is if I was just like tapping it repeatedly. Um, yep. I think I got maybe one that was five long or something like that. But uh, yeah, I feel like it would help a lot if uh, you could just do like one tutorial where like they showed you mm-hmm. kind of how you have to hit it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, um, you know, we go up to, to Mr. Passion's room. Uh, he's a conductor. Uh, he asks you a question, I think, about, you know, his music. Mm-hmm. And um, when you insult him, you end up uh, battling him. Yes. And yes. You, if you can answer it uh, saying that you appreciate the music, but then right. nothing happens. Right. So you have to answer in the negative. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it's Beethoven's Fifth. That dun 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 dun. That um, sort of starts it off. Uh, but then, yeah, this battle was just like so stressful, <laughs> so scary. Um, I think it doesn't... took me at least four times. Dang. I don't know yeah, how many times I did it take you. I don't know how many times I died in the uh, what's it called the 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 castle, um, but I did not die. In this boss fight, I'd got really lucky. Um, I didn't die against the snake either. The second boss fight, which was also really hard, um, but I get I did get killed by enemies quite often. So, what was your strategy for Mister Passion? Um, let's see. I think I tried the smoke bomb, and it connected, and so his attacks would miss fairly frequently. Yeah. Um, which again is just sort of luck of the draw, really. It's like, first of all, is, is it going to actually affect him? And it did. Um, and then, is his attack actually going to miss? Because really often I would hit, you know, the little rocking horse guys or whatever with the smoke bomb, and it'd be like, oh, they're blinded or whatever. But then they would hit me with all of their attacks, no matter whether they're blinded or not. Um, and so this guy, he uses a bunch of combo attacks. And so if he misses, you know, two out of the three combo attacks, then suddenly he's not quite as uh, as powerful. But I definitely had to, like, scrounge around for some beef jerkies and nut bread and stuff. Um, and then I just... I had held on to all my bombs that I found. So I, I unloaded with those and, yeah, just sort of outlasted uh, the blind Mr. Passion. Yeah. Um, I What I did... Uh try to put him to sleep and then i just try to like lower his his attack um and oh, yeah. his defense um and then also i forget which item it is but you can also make him cry mm-hmm. um yeah, and so smoke bomb. is that the actual item yeah that's the item that you have correct okay i thought the smoke bomb was like something i was like i was like is that an item that we picked up um no. right so the smoke bomb um but yeah it did feel just kind of like lucky that I beat him because it's not like I had a ton of life left when I was done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay. I'm just trying to think. Did we miss any? What was that? I was just trying to think. Like, Have we picked up the thing yet? The thing? Uh, it's it's in the room after him. The... Oh, the, oh, the pendant. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, so there's the the mysterious girl who drops down from the ceiling in one of the stairwells, and she drops a shiny pendant in the doorway. Yeah, and we pick it up. Yeah, we have that. Right. So, so 
after we beat Mr. Passion, we go through the door. Um, we find uh, a weird room. It, it kind of looks like the, I, if, if I'm correct, kind of like the Legends of the Hidden Temple guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, yep. Which I, you know, I guess that's kind of fitting in here, right? Like there, this is like a uh, a hidden temple. Um, yep. So I wonder if that was intentional or not. Um, but yeah, we get we get whatever we're supposed to get. Um, and then does Wes come in and see you or do you go home? No, you, I think you leave, uh, you go home. It might just even transport you back. I forget. And you're showing off the noble spittoon, yeah. which is this hilarious, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that you're being set up, right? Cause there's definitely parts of the castle you haven't explored, but there's another face just like that one down in one of the basements. Right. Um, and you're like able to feel a wind blowing and it's like, okay, but I don't know how to dance, so I can't open this. So anyway, Wes uh like starts to praise you, but it just leads up to like a really blunt um one of the many times he like scolds you and calls you stupid and moron. Um says you're a failure, you know, because you couldn't even tell what was valuable and he like smashes it right in front of you. Um <laughs> But then he notices that you have the pendant. And uh, so he recognizes that it's, um, you know, belongs to the, the royal family. And so the princess, the girl you saw is the princess of the castle. And you get to name her at that point, I think. Um, so which we're is... about to get another party member, which is awesome. Uh, and Wes joins you at this point, too, to go back and um, find the real treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess just like Indiana Jones, right? Um, but I guess the thing is, you know, the the princess is pretty young, right? I mean, yes. So, how long has the the castle been kind of? Uh, I don't know, dilapidated. Yeah, it's really unclear. Uh, although to me, the princess also kind of looks like the Magypsies. And they mention how she's like sort of buff and like manly. And so there's this similar kind of like gender um, uncertainty about her. Um, so I don't know if she might also be like very long lived, you know, or, or like part Magypsy or something. Um, so yeah, I don't know how this chronology is supposed to work exactly. But yeah, so we go back to the to the castle and then. Uh, I've so. I'm just trying to think. I, I should have reviewed more uh, before we did this. I did do some work. But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, how do Wes and uh, the princess know each other? That is a great question. I think what's implied here is that Wes had some powerful item that he was entrusted with, and he like hid it in the castle because it would be safe there. It's not clear if like this powerful item belong to the royal family already um and that would make him like some sort of uh you know like knight or or at least servant of the royal family um or if he just like is making use of this convenient you know large uh castle to find a good hiding spot um and then this is further complicated because when you go through and he <laughs> he does his little dance and the mouth opens and laughs, uh, so you can walk through. Then the first thing you see is is what's you know clearly like a magical item of some kind mm -hmm. out in a courtyard. But he's like, uh, that's not the one I'm talking about. 
the <laughs> it's sort of like this irony of the the thief like the great know-it-all thief wes either doesn't know about or or just won't um, be able to access this other you know powerful valuable item out there yeah i also think it's worth mentioning but by the time we get back um there's the pig guys are back Oh, yeah, that's right. It's daytime, and the pigs have rolled into the castle over the drawbridge that you let down. <laughs> Which makes our trek back up there even that much more perilous. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so then, oh, and okay. they beat up the, the gravedigger, which I think is awful. He's, like, all lying on the ground, wounded. Yeah. Um, and, all yeah, like I said, all the ghosts are terrified of the of the pigs. Yeah, but like you said, so so yeah, we did get the princess, um, and you know you're traveling again deeper into the castle, and randomly she gets like a fever. Yes, yes, and so she'll not be able to run, which is annoying, um, and I think she can't like use items or anything, uh, but it goes away pretty quickly, and she learns some new spells, which is nice. Yeah, it's it's an interesting take. I don't know what triggers. It could be uh, experience. Um, but it's like it's a throwback to the original Mother game where you learn psi powers not in line with your leveling up. Uh, it's just sort of like at other random times. Well, yeah, I, I don't understand that one either, though. Like, I get that yeah. it's a callback, but I don't understand either of how they work. Like, the um, mechanism behind it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, it's fine. It's like, yeah, it just begets more questions. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so then I guess, you know, we're going through. She's pretty powerful. She has, um, she starts off with PSI Thunder and PSI Freeze, um, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. she has a, a heavy dose of, of PP. Um, mm-hmm. So it does make it a little bit easier to go through um, a lot of these enemies because she she packs quite the punch. And I think I even solidified um, a couple of enemies using ice. So that so that was nice as oh, well. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I sh I think that Wes is like the secret weapon here, though. Like depending on what he does, because you can't control him, right. he can deal, you know, like a hundred plus damage with his like secret thief attack um and he can throw thunder bombs uh but then he also will just like waste turns scolding or doing his regular attack which isn't bad but isn't anything special um, yeah no it's it you're right that's another point there's just like so much rng um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's you know you don't know how often your staples are gonna hit or your um, mm -hmm. hypno or, you know, whatever. So it's just, yeah. So I guess that was the one frustrating thing. Um, it's just kind of overly reliant on the RNG of the game to, to beat these enemies. Um, mm -hmm. cause it's, yeah, I mean, it, it really half of the time they would, you know, be easy to kill the other half. Uh, I felt like I was ending up dying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The same thing with the thunder sigh. It's, um, powerful when it connects, but it, also can miss. Yeah. It's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still still a lot better than uh, Earthbound Beginnings, though. Um, oh, yeah. Because at least this one, you can actually tell like what they do. Um, and you actually get good <laughs> ones early on in the game. Um, but yeah, so eventually we make our, our way up to uh, that, the room again where we fought Mr. Passion. 
Um, well, I guess, yeah. yeah, so we haven't actually met the princess. We meet her in there, but I think he does the dance, um, and he's quite embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. When I say he, I mean Wes, who I guess, you know, we've already gotten an ex... God, now I can't think of the chronology of this. We already know that he was familiar with the castle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he would know um, this weird dance um, that his son is not allowed to look at. Right. Uh, the dance is awesome. It reminds me of having to open the Sphinx um in earthbound where the clue is like you have to dance in front of the sphinx uh, but in that game you just sort of like walk in the star the star pattern yeah um here it's actually a little dance and again this is like taking advantage of some advances in the technology i guess uh, to where you can do little cutscenes like this oh and they took advantage of that technology quite a bit um <laughs> there are a lot of cutscenes in this game not that i'm necessarily complaining um yeah but sometimes they drag on a little too much. Um, okay. I don't think, okay, so then, you know, eventually we're just kind of like making it through. Uh, so she, so yeah, eventually she joins us. We go, uh, okay. So I guess the item that we were looking for this entire time is the egg of light. Exactly. Which comes yeah. with the party to plummet to fight. So again, booby trapped uh, relic um, artifact that would you that's booby trapped. Yeah. So Indian, yeah. I guess uh, uh, Indiana Jones is, I guess, what I was alluding to there. Totally. Um, you know, but also like Mr. Burns's room in The Simpsons, uh, where he'll just like push a button and drop whoever is in front of his desk. Right. Uh, this is a classic. Uh, and it drops us into uh, like the the water source for the castle, I guess. And there's like all skulls piled up. Um, and so, of course, we have another boss battle here. Um, not against the pigs and their clay people this time, because they haven't been able to penetrate this far into the castle. But against the like, uh, you know, the it seems like the snake is named after the castle because the, the castle is called Osohe. And so yeah. the snake is Oso Snake, um, and it's it's pretty gnarly. Uh, I again got really lucky, I think, to survive this one. I used like all the items I had, uh, and this thing has a ton of HP. I feel like this battle just took forever. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it, it, I I don't know if I beat it on my first try. It didn't take me that long. It was either my first or second try. Uh, yeah. But yeah, is this, is this kind of like uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? We have this like mm-hmm. giant snake that's just going around and people are disappearing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, 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 the snake itself looks like a very derpy um, kraken. It does kind of, yeah. Call back to the kraken for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, this is another battle um, ob- made, made easier. Uh, well, not made easier, but you can at least start like doling out decent damage with uh, the princess, which I guess is interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a commentary on uh, like Mario. Right, right. She's a she's not a damsel in distress, but she is by far the strongest member of the party. Yeah. Um, 
Although she, her HP is pretty low. I mean, that's the thing. Again, you got to get kind of lucky about um, just surviving certain amounts of damage here. Um, and eventually the snake starts doing this thing where it'll, it'll do the tidal wave attack. Yeah. Um, but then it'll take a turn to recover. And in that turn, Wes, at least for me, consistently hits it with the stinky socks that paralyze <laughs> it for a few yeah. turns. So I could like just definitely like easily re- recover and replenish PP and everything, and then just get back to uh, you know damage dealing. Um, yeah, yeah, fun battle. Yeah. So we beat the what? Okay. So what happens after we beat the snake? Uh, so then the like the spigot uh, is is take or whatever whatever it's called the stopper is taken out, and we get flushed down. And the two of them wash up right near Duster's house. Um, and Wes is, like, recovering in bed for a while and wakes up eventually. And Duster is gone. And they don't know where he's gone. And he's got the egg. So the hummingbird egg, the, the, the light egg, uh, is missing along with Duster. We don't know where he's been um, swept away by the water. Um, and... No one seems too concerned about this. Um, like, we're pretty sure he'll turn up. But then the narrator sort of comes in, and there's uh, sort of like a recap of what's happened so far. And then it, it leaves off sort of asking, like, what's new with um, uh, with the kids, with Lucas? Uh, and so I, I assume that's who we're going to play as in Chapter 3. Although I don't know. Well, I do know. Um... But I won't spoil it for you. Uh, okay. Have we gotten to the point yet where where the money where Butch has lost his money and it's not in the well anymore, and you get accused of stealing it? Oh, you're right. You're right. So does does that mean that Duster does wash up somewhere and then gets accused? That that would make sense. Yeah. No, I think it might be like, oh yeah, we can't find Duster. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's what happened. I just remember being like, I, it wasn't me. Um, you got to use the shaggy defense. Um. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Well, so then the question is, yeah, who did steal the money? Right. Um, we have another mystery here. Uh, and it's interesting that they can sort of like recognize that money is valuable. Um, while simultaneously, like they care that it's gone, but they also don't really know what it's for. Right. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's almost like uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy there. I mean, I guess you could probably say it's the same as like NFTs right now, where I don't know what it is, uh, but people are people are telling me that it's going to be worth something. So now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so that that concludes kind of chapter. Well, kind of concludes. It does conclude chapter two. Um, do you have any? closing thoughts um no i just i think in terms of like what we've seen in this game so far the the um the role of the parents is kind of interesting how uh the first one uh we've we get to play as the father character primarily um mother character is uh sort of offstage uh, protecting the kids and, and she sacrifices herself, presumably. And then here, we again have the father character on stage a lot, um, but he's like really a, a, a bad 
<laughs> parent, uh, or at least a very like stern parenting style going on here. Um, and the mother is totally absent. And, and in place of that, we, we do sort of find this um, like princess character. Um, unclear if she's going to be like a romantic interest uh, or, yeah, kind of what her whole story is. Um, but, I, but I found that sort of structure to be kind of interesting here. Um, there's definitely a focus on parents and how they work uh, or the effects that they have on their their kids you know you stole my thought i had the same note i was like oh it's kind of interesting you know you play as a father you get to go on an adventure with your father um and the fathers are flawed um oh yeah it's not like they're perfect flint uh you know uh maybe it's maybe it's a little too harsh to say um that he has a bad trait because of his temper and like smacking someone with uh, the bonfire um You know, but yeah, they're, they're they're flawed. And then, like like you were saying, Wes is just kind of an asshole um, to his son. Um, just you know, doesn't seem like he ever wants to uh, show any kind of affection to his son. Um, and then I, yeah, so so yeah, I had the same note. Um, the other thing, and maybe this is this is more on me than the game itself. Uh, but it seems like it's a lot more, there's like a lot less that you can explore. Mm-hmm. It just, it seems a lot more linear um, than Earthbound. Granted, we're only in chapter two. So how open was Earthbound, uh, you know, by the time you got to like Tucson? Uh, yeah. I feel like you could probably, I think you probably had more places to roam. Um, in this game, you know, you can go to maps and, and, He'll yeah. circle exactly where you need to go. Which, yeah, again, he's he's kind of like the tingle character um, in the Zelda games. You have that map map giving character, uh, but yeah, this this game really steers you um, in a pretty limited way, uh, at least so far. Now, other characters will talk about other places like if you go way over to the ocean there's a girl who looks just like paula actually yeah um, i think she's called nana and she'll say something about this other island where dreams and nightmares come true um and then she's like oh but i don't know like no one's ever been there so who knows how do i even know about this place um <laughs> so th- <laughs> there's there's suggestions that there's going to be a, a wider world to explore uh but so far not so much yeah so far we're confined on an island um yeah so it's kind of hard to escape that um but yeah i mean regardless I, I still like the game it was hard for me not to play ahead um you know because I'm, I'm really looking to start chapter three so i guess you know we have earthbound beginnings that is maybe one of the most like open world rpgs that i know mm-hmm. of um, mm-hmm. I think you you can like progress the it, it, the eight items that you need. You can get them basically like in any order. There's kind of like out and about, um, so you just have to mm-hmm. find them. Um, it kind of reminds me of the original Legend of Zelda um, on yeah. on yeah. Nintendo. But yeah, I guess now as a toy is probably trying, it seems like he's trying to tell a much more in depth story. Um, 
And I think right. with that comes, you kind of have to follow uh, a pretty, uh, a path that doesn't deviate too much. Right. You can, they're like, you can't do like sequence breaking. Yeah. And, and it's partly because of the way we switch to different characters. Yeah. Right. It's like, that seems to really structure a lot of what we get to do is who we're playing as. Yeah. Um, and there's no clear like place where these characters are really going to converge, at least not yet. Um, but you know, the pigs clearly are a bad guy. Um, they tear up, they experiment on animals. They, um, uh, well, I think this very start of chapter three, before I turned off the game, has them talking to the uh, to the merchant, right? So they're sort of like involved in bringing uh, money and greed to the island. So yeah, yeah, it's like saying you know, greedy as a pig. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I think this is it for this episode, but I do want to put a pin in one thing, which is it, I, we were talking about Legend of Zelda vibes earlier, and oh, yeah. I can't help but notice all of the like areas that are kind of similar to, to Legend of Zelda. Like we just talked about the castle, and, and, and maybe these are just like in every game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in Earth, you know, you have the pigs, right? Um, mm-hmm. Ganondorf, or is it Ganon? I forget which one is the pig form. Um, right. Is the antagonist in that? Um, and actually, I'm I'm gonna send, I'm gonna post something in the Discord. Um, but it looks to me like if you look at the Earthbound beginnings. Uh, hold on, let me just see if I can find it real quick. Um, uh, walk through. Um, all right, well, I'll post it after. But anyway, the entrance to it, um, and I hope I'm not going too off the road like what people think the Apple of Enlightenment is at the end of Earthbound. Okay. But in the mountains, on the mountains that you enter um, with uh, at the end, right? There's the three stones, you get rid of them and you go through. It looks like the face of it is, a, it looks like it makes the face of a pig. Um, cool. So I'll, 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 hold on, let's just see. I'm going to stop the recording. And I don't want people just to sit here and listen to me ramble while I try to find a picture. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so next, so I'll see you guys next week, I guess. Uh, yeah. Try. I, I think chapter a week is a kind of a good thing to do, right? Seems doable. All right. Well, For sure. Till next time. Scott?